Deep Space, a spiritual discipline podcast. Welcome to Deep Space, a podcast that helps you make space to be with God. Pastor Peter will guide you through a reflection time, allowing you to gain a deeper understanding about the importance of being still to a developed knowledge of Him. This podcast requires time, so find a comfortable, quiet space where you can be uninterrupted for the next 25 minutes. Turn your phone off, slow your breathing down, and let's get started. As we go through this passage in Luke 5, it's an opportunity for us to reflect and to see how Jesus has met individuals within the community and how he, in fact, can meet with you. So we'll be reading from Luke 5, 17 to 26. I just encourage you to relax, just to take a few moments, just to breathe deeply and to still your mind. An attentive mind allows us to listen to the Spirit of God at work within us and will allow us to focus on what the Lord is saying. Luke 5, 17 to 26. One day Jesus was teaching and the Pharisees and teachers of the law were sitting there. They had come from every village of Galilee and from Judah and from Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was with Jesus to heal those who were ill. Some men came carrying a paralysed man on a mat and tried to take him into the house to lay him before Jesus. When they could not find a way to do this because of the crowd, they went up on the roof and lowered him on his mat through the tiles into the middle of the crowd right in front of Jesus. When Jesus saw their faith, he said, Friend, your sins are forgiven. The Pharisees and the teachers of the law began thinking to themselves, Who is this fellow who speaks blasphemy? Who can forgive sins but God alone? Jesus knew what they were thinking and asked, Why are you thinking these things in your hearts? Which is easier to say, your sins are forgiven, or to say, get up and walk? But I want you to know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. So he said to the paralysed man, I tell you, get up, take your mat and go home. Immediately he stood up in front of them and took what he had been lying on, and went home praising God. Everyone was amazed and gave praise to God. They were filled with awe and said, We have seen remarkable things today. As we spend time in this passage, what we're going to do is we're going to read sections of it, and I want to build a picture in your mind of what was happening. You may relate to a character, to the paralysed man. Put yourself in the story and see Jesus at work in your life. One day Jesus was teaching and Pharisees and teachers of the law were sitting there. 
that had come from every village of Galilee and from Judah and Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was with Jesus to heal those who were ill. In your mind's eye, I want you to see these people all coming to hear Jesus. The Pharisees, the Sadducees, with their fine clothes, their regalia, their approach to life which was superior. They knew what things were. They knew the reality of life. They knew how things should be. And here was this man, Jesus, that they'd heard so much about and they wanted to come to listen to him. I want you to picture those people as they come to Jesus with curiosity but also with uncertainty in their minds but also with a certainty in that this man was just a teacher who was saying stuff. But in your mind's eye, I also want you to build a different picture as well because there are other people there that came to heal him, hear him. People who were not well-dressed, who were not the top of society, people who had nothing, who were needy, who were desperate, who were poor, who had low health, low ranking in society. These people also came to hear Jesus, but they came for a different reason. They wanted to come to him because they knew that he could offer them something. They knew that he could offer them healing. They knew that he could offer them power in their lives. They they knew that he could offer them something which they had never experienced before. And so as we move into this contemplation, be mindful of those two groups of people that were both coming to hear Jesus. Ask yourself, where do I sit? Where am I? In which of those two groups do I sit? Am I the sceptical? Do I look down on that? Or am I the needy? Am I coming to Jesus? Because I know that only he can help me. Let's just take a moment and I want you to talk to the Lord. Tell him now as to how you're feeling. Tell him which group you relate to. Tell him why that is. Just take a few moments to do that. Some men came carrying a paralysed man on a mat and tried to take him into the house to lay him before Jesus. This man who was paralysed, he couldn't walk, he needed others to carry him. He'd heard about Jesus. He'd heard that he can heal, that he can do things in people's lives. He and his friends knew that, and they came to him. But within his life, there was a deeper need. It wasn't simply the fact that he couldn't walk, but there was something there deeper within him that he didn't know what it was. He came to Jesus uncertain as to what was going to happen, uncertain as to what Jesus would do in his life. But he came with a conviction that... 
maybe this man can do something for me. Maybe this man can bring some healing into my life. And the people that brought him had the same conviction. They believed in him. As a group, they came together and came to Jesus because they wanted to experience that healing. How do you feel at this point of time about coming to Jesus? Do you feel like the paralysed man? How do you feel about coming into the presence of this man, Jesus? Are you coming expectantly? Tell him. Tell him now. Speak to him and tell him how you're coming to him. Tell him about the challenges that you have. Tell him about your uncertainty and your fear. Be honest with him. When they could not find a way to do this because of the crowd, they went up on the roof and lowered him on his mat through the tiles into the middle of the crowd, right in front of Jesus. Can you feel the frustration of these guys? They have come to Jesus and they can't get through all the people that are around about him. They can't go and see this this man who may hold the answer to what they need. The way is blocked. Do you feel that way? Do you feel that your way to Jesus is blocked? They went on the roof to lower him down. They did something. They went deliberately to see the Lord. They lowered the roof. They lowered him through the roof. They chipped through their roof. Can you imagine them just chipping through, thinking, are we doing the right thing here? Is this right? Everybody's looking at us. And within that sense of uncertainty and concern that others are looking at them, they were also thinking, no, we are doing the right thing. The paralysed man just wanted to meet Jesus. What are you prepared to do to meet Jesus this day? What are you prepared to do? Talk to him now. Tell him how you're feeling. If there are blockages in the way, things which are stopping you from meeting him, bring those to him. Tell him now and give those to him. When Jesus saw their faith, he said, Friend, your sins are forgiven. He was lowered through the roof. He came to the ground. And he looked into the eyes of Jesus. And in those eyes, he saw compassion. He saw love. He saw the depth of the divine. 
the God who loved him so intently as that paralysed man sat on the ground. He was the only person in the room. And Jesus looked at him. Why don't you look at Jesus now? He's looking at you. He sees you with love and compassion, acceptance, grace, forgiveness. He knows exactly what has happened. He knows, he knows, he knows all those things that have happened to you. He knows all those things that you've done. He knows all those things that you have been involved with, that you've thought. He knows those things. As you look at him in faith, and as you reach out to him, he's saying to you, your sins are forgiven. Your sins are forgiven. Your sins are forgiven. Because he looks and he sees all the muck, but he looks through that and he sees you. He sees you as incredibly valued. He sees you as you are, as a person that he loves or wants to hold. And he sees your deepest need. And he's saying to you, your sins are forgiven. Why don't you take a few moments now and just reflect And tell him, tell the Lord, he's with you now, he's looking at you. Tell him, give him that pain, give him that darkness in your life, give him those shadows. Give it to him, he can see them, he can see them. Just give them to him. And as you give them to him, Remember that Jesus is looking at you and he says, Your sins are forgiven. The Pharisees and the teachers of the law began thinking to themselves, Who is this fellow who speaks blasphemy? Who can forgive sins but God alone? Jesus knew what they were thinking and asked, Why are you thinking these things in your hearts? Which is easier to say, your sins are forgiven, or to say, get up and walk? But I want you to know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. As Jesus has looked at the man and he has seen his deepest need, he said his sins are forgiven. He looks at your deepest need and he says, I'm there to meet you, to forgive you. There will be those around, there are those around in the room that criticised, that said, no, this is, what is this about? This is nothing. It's easy to say these things. And you will hear those voices in your mind, those people in your mind who will be saying to you, this is rubbish. They'll be saying to you, who can forgive your sins? You have done too much. 
Who can lead you into new life? It's impossible for you to do this. There will be those people that will say that to you. But know this, that Jesus has forgiven your sin. As you reflect on this, be honest with the Lord. Tell him about those voices, about those people that you hear in the back of your mind, the experiences, the circumstances that you've had, which are pulling you back and saying, no, he doesn't have the power to forgive sin. Tell him about those. Tell him about those. Because his word has been spoken. His word is that your sins are forgiven. You just have to reach out in faith to him. So he said to the paralysed man, I tell you, get up, take your mat and go home. Immediately he stood up in front of them, took what he'd been lying on and went home praising God. Everyone was amazed and gave praise to God. They were filled with awe and said, we have seen remarkable things today. Jesus looked at the man lying on the mat. The man's emptiness, his darkness had been satisfied. Jesus had worked with him and had dealt with it, just as Jesus has dealt with yours. But this time, After all those voices in the room that were saying and criticising, Jesus again looked at the man and said, Not only have your sins been forgiven, but rise up and walk. Enter into new life. Walk and be healed. Walk and be healed. You have new life. You have the life that I have given you. You have the ability to get up and enter into newness of life. The man who was paralysed, who was unable to walk, was able to get up and stretch muscles which had never been stretched before. He got to stand on legs which he had never stood on before. What an incredible sense of gratitude that he would have to God. Thank you, Jesus, for healing me. The Lord is looking into your heart. He has forgiven your sin. But he also wants to come into your life as well. And he wants to give you a different, a different focus. He wants to give you a new life. One which is not burdened by those things which have pulled you back for so many years. Rather, what he wants to do is he wants to give you the life where you can stand up in front of others proudly 
and see the Lord has not only forgiven my sin, he has healed me as well. Give praise to God. As you reflect on this, just give him, give over to him those things which have paralysed your life, those things which have pulled you back, whatever they may be. Give those over to him. Do that now. Tell him. Be honest. Reach out to him in faith as he seeks to work into your life, into your deepest part of your being, but also into your heart, into your life. Tell him these things. And as you experience that cleansing, empowering from the Lord, as you experience the forgiveness that he brings, as you can experience the reality of him at work in bringing you new life, affirm that, affirm that in your heart and give God thanks. So do this now. Give him thanks for the way that he's worked in your heart, in your life. is able to do remarkable things in you. He wants to do things within your very depths of your being, those areas that you want to hold back and that you're afraid and you haven't told anybody. He wants to work deep within you. But he also wants to help you in your everyday life. He wants to give you new life. Just as with the paralysed man, He gave him new life, but he also gave him so much more. He gave him something which met his deepest needs. As you reflect back through this passage, give this over to the Lord and allow him to work in you. Allow him to work in you. One day Jesus was teaching, and Pharisees and teachers of the law were sitting there. They had come from every village of Galilee and from Judah and Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was with Jesus to heal those who were ill. Some men came carrying a paralysed man on a mat and tried to take him into the house to lay him before Jesus. When they could not find a way to do this because of the crowd, They went up on the roof and lowered him on his mat through the tiles into the middle of the crowd, right in front of Jesus. 
When Jesus saw their faith, he said, Friend, your sins are forgiven. The Pharisees and teachers of the law began thinking to themselves, Who is this fellow who speaks blasphemy? Who can forgive sins but God alone? Jesus knew what they were thinking and asked, Why are you thinking these things in your hearts? Which is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven? Or to say, Get up and walk. But I want you to know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. So he said to the paralysed man, I tell you, get up, take your mat and go home. Immediately he stood up in front of them, took what he'd been lying on and went home praising God. Everyone was amazed and gave praise to God. They were filled with awe and said, We have seen remarkable things today. Let us pray. Lord, as we've looked and gazed into your face in faith, as we've reached out to you in faith, you forgive us our sins. You forgive us those things that we have held on to for so long. You have also reached out and you've forgiven us and you've healed us of those things which pull us back. And Lord, those things you have brought to our minds and we give them to you now. And we thank you as we experience your healing and your loving grace that we can indeed be grateful. We can indeed give you thanks because it is you who has worked in our lives. It is you who has brought us healing. It is you who have brought us forgiveness of sin. In the name of Jesus we pray.